Welcome to the Queer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Elise, and each week I'll be interviewing a queer person about their experiences in fitness and sports. This week I talked to Heidi, or Raging Radish, a roller derby player and crossfitter. This is the 25th episode of the Queer Fitness Podcast. Thank you all so much for your continued support. But this is also the last episode of season one. I need a bit of a break, and I'm also pretty proud to have published 25 stories and around 13 hours of queer content. I'll still be around on Instagram, still doing interviews and other prep to ramp up for season two. To stay up to date, follow Queer Fitness Pod on Instagram. introduce yourself uh your name your queer identity pronouns and like what you're up to what your hobbies are sort of general introduction so I'm Heidi J. Luce um but most people know me as Radish because my roller derby is Raging Radish um and I use she her pronouns and I'm queer nice awesome <laughs> um yeah so tell me more about being in quarantine uh, maybe not being able to do your normal roller derby stuff or normal workout routines. Like, how is that? How is that going? Oh my goodness. It's so hard. Like, this is so weird for me. Um, especially roller derby being canceled is like the hardest thing. I think that was like our whole league and like, and roller derby, like athletes all over the world right now are like crushed, you know, like regular seasons canceled. And so, yeah, just trying to keep fit and active at home and still like keep yeah, our derby muscles engaged so that when we go back, we like won't lose all of that. It's really important. <laughs> yeah. And a lot about roller derby is it being a contact sport. So you can't do much practice at home or are you doing some skating circles around your house? Yeah. So, I mean, we can do footwork and that's really important, like keeping up and like keeping up your strength because it is a physical, like full contact sport. So you need to be really strong. So I'm do- doing like CrossFit, like weight training and stuff, but yeah, you can't, you can't hit people anymore. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw a picture of the push-up challenge that you're doing. That's working yeah. out from home. Tell me more. Yeah. So my, the gym that I go to Ironstone CrossFit, um, they, because they're closing, they're like, let's have a challenge that you do 20 push-ups a day and adding 20 every day that we're closed. Oh, wow. (laughs) I actually think that they, originally they thought the gym was just going to be closed for two weeks. So it's up to like 300 push-ups now. So everyone's like, okay, let's start a new challenge. Let's not do that because that's like too many push-ups in a day. Um, I went to 200 in a day and then I just was adding like five after that. But I was like, okay, next thing, my like triceps and like these muscles are so sore. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's one reaction to have with uh, not expecting it to go on as long as it, it, it or it yeah. has been going on. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But I am loving like all of the Instagram live like workouts and like so many people are sharing their like workout videos right now, which is like helping us stay connected and like still do workouts together, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, you have like equipment at your house to work out. Yeah, I have. I'm trying to build my home gym. <laughs> I have like dumbbells and I have an elliptical um, and I have a big front yard. So I've been doing lots of stuff like outside as well. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, let's talk about roller derby. Like what, what I guess did the season look like before the quarantine? Like what was all going on? Um, 
what is your team like? What's the, I don't know, just tell me. Yeah. So I'm on the Halifax Harbor Grudges, which is like the WIPTA A team in Halifax. Um, so this was like our second season being like WIPTA, which is like the uh, Women's Flat Track Roller Derby Association. Um, and so we like just got into that like national like governing body. Like last year was our first season in that. Um, and so it was like super exciting and we were like getting like our rankings went up and like we were really excited for this season. So we had like a tournament coming up in Boston. We had a tournament in Philadelphia. We had a tournament that was going to be in Quebec and they've all been canceled. Oh, wow. Wow. So very sad. I guess I didn't realize that it's sort of all North America. Um, or yeah, tournaments everywhere, I guess. Yeah. So our tournaments were, yeah. So it's kind of like all over, but there, there were, it was going to be like international. Like there was like European teams coming and like all different. Um, and so that, yeah, that's been really hard and really sad for all of us. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe I don't know enough about roller derby, but how many people are on your team and, uh, maybe what's the sort of position layout? Cause I know a lot of people are familiar with like soccer, football, that kind of thing, but I know there are positions. Yeah. And, so... and, and what are you, and what are you as well? Yeah. So there is, um, in roller derby, there's jammers and blockers. Um, and so the jammers are the ones with a star on their helmet and they're the only ones that can score points. So the jammers have to like pass blockers, um, and go around the track. And for every like blocker that you pass on the opposite team, you get a point. Um, I'm a jammer, so kind of like a striker, like forward in soccer. Like I would say, you know, like (laughs) mostly, yeah, trying to get the points. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's like 20 people altogether on our roster, like on our full team. Um, but not all of those players would like play every game, obviously. Um, but there's like four, um, four blockers on at a time and one jammer on each team. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. What's like the energy on the team? Like, I guess like what, uh, or maybe even like how often do you normally practice? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. A little, yeah, just yeah, more about it. I mean, roller to be like it's such a tight knit community and like such a family. Like I feel like we all like sweat and like cry and like like hit each other and like love each other. Like it's so like it's just such an incredible like supportive community as well as like the like hard hitting sport. So I feel like that yeah, like our team just like is a family and like we all like take care of each other. We all like work out together like outside of Derby. Like we all pretty much like cross train. We do like outdoor workouts. We do like um in Halifax, there's the Ironstone CrossFit does like a community class every week that's free. So everyone that isn't a member can still go to that one, um, which is awesome. So we all go to that. I'm a member, so I go like every day anyway when it's open. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so like everyone's just like, like our team's pretty competitive now, but like building up to that, like we still are like known as like the fun team and we always like dance and sing together. We always like sing the Backstreet Boys for some reason yeah I've seen some photos of you where you look like you're like you're like full-on dance mode on yeah. in your skates <laughs> yeah so we like it's a really fun like vibe like we all like are always like dancing and like still have that like silliness even though we're like I feel like we're getting more competitive like all the time but we're like still keeping that like fun playful like silly energy which is awesome nice nice uh how how did you get into roller derby? Like how long have you been doing it? Uh, was it with this team or 
Yeah. So I started roller derby, like I, I started the fresh meat program. They called it back then, which is problematic, but, um, in the Yukon, I'm from the Yukon actually. Um, I started derby in 2015 there. Um, then like did the learn to skate kind of thing first. Cause you, you can't actually play derby until you pass like your minimum skills. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not like other sports. You can't just be like, I'm going to try this and do it. Like you have to be safe and like cleared for contact before you can like, you know, yeah, play a full contact sport on wheels. <laughs> right. So, uh, what are some of the minimum skills? Is it really just like s- skating confidently? Yeah. So it's like you have to be able to skate forwards, backwards, transition from forwards to backwards, like jump over like a fallen skater. So I think like it's like six inches or something like off the ground. You have to be able to jump and like react quickly. Um, yeah, backwards skate, those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were on a team uh, in Yukon. Uh, was yeah. that a different team? And what was that like starting? Yeah. I so so, I, so I, I think I played with them or like I started in October 2015 and then was recruited for the team, the Yukon Roller Girls, um, in like the spring. So I played one game with them and then I actually snapped my ACL in oh, soccer, not in derby. Oh, okay. In okay. And I was like so crushed. And I was like, I just found like this new sport that's supposed to be like my sport. Like it's so much better. Uh, <laughs> and then, so I was like so heartbroken and I had to have like knee surgery. So that took like a while to recover and everything. And so when I moved to Halifax, I moved to Halifax in the summer of 2017. Um, and I was, I was like a month out. I knew that I could go back to like playing sports again and stuff. And I was like, I have joined Derby. So yeah, as soon as I got here, I like joined the league and like made like so many friends right away and like felt like I like found my community like right when I moved here, which was awesome. That is awesome. That's, that's great. Moving is hard. And that's awesome that you just like found the group. Yeah. I think and that's what I like hear from people that like play Derby, like everywhere kind of, it's like you find your people and it's like, everyone's always so like inclusive and welcoming. And it's like, you know, like, yeah, it's like all genders, it's all body types. It's like everyone belongs there. And it's so like, it's such a body positive, like amazing atmosphere. Yeah. Awesome. You did your skate test and you got your minimum skills, but what was like your first moment of contact or like first game even? What was like that like for you? Yeah. So my first game was with like the Yukon Roller Girls in, and it was against like a, an Alaskan team. We like we flew up to Alaska to play them. Um, and it was like so overwhelming and like, so like practice was one thing, like, and like hitting people and like doing it all. Like I was like, yeah, but when you were actually like the first game, like there's so much going on in Derby, like it's so fast paced that I'm just like, Oh my God, (laughs) it was like overwhelming, but like in a good way. Um, but yeah, I think that it just like, it takes some getting used to like, and you just feel like, like, I mean, offense and defense is happening like simultaneously all the time. And I feel like in other sports, like that's not a thing. Right, right. Yeah. So you see the switch back and forth, but this is like everything's happening all at once. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot, but it's fun. Nice. Um, yeah. So let's talk about CrossFit. How long have you been doing that? Um... Yeah. So CrossFit, I just joined CrossFit like the actual CrossFit gym three months ago, but I was doing like the community classes that I mentioned that were free, um, every week for like the last year. Um, and so, yeah, so I did the free classes for a year and then I was finally like, I love this. I want to do more. And I joined, um, 
And so I've just been like getting more and more into like weightlifting and like learning all of that. Um, and I think that it helps so much for Derby, like, especially like building core strength. Um, yeah, I feel like for injury prevention for me, it was like super important because I hurt my ankle a little bit last season during like one of the end games. And I was like, no, I need to like build up everything in order to like protect those ligaments and tendons and stuff after, you know, cause I've snapped my ACL before and stuff. I was like, I just need to like build all the muscles so I won't injure myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Having the year, um, also build up too to learning the, the skills and techniques before going full in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they, they kind of just like introduce it, like the community classes, that I went to once a week, they were mostly like body weight and like, just like some, like didn't, didn't do any barbell stuff. And so when I, um, when I joined, then I did like the foundations class that teaches you like all the basics first, and which was really cool. It was like an eight week program. Um, but yeah, I'm getting like more and more into it. And I feel like I never thought that I would be this person. Like, I feel like I'm so into fitness now and it's so like weird to look back at like who I was and like, like, I wouldn't have believed you if you told, like, the past version of me that I'd be like this. Oh, yeah, like, like 10, 7, 10 years ago, you're going to be a CrossFitter. Yeah. Especially like, at the craze of CrossFitting. I don't know. Yeah, and I and I really thought that, like, CrossFit was just, like, full of, like, cis bro dudes that were like, but it's not. Like, there's so many, like, lovely queer people <laughs> in CrossFit. And, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um yeah I guess tell me a little bit more maybe about that particular gym and and other queer people that maybe you've met through CrossFit or through roller derby but like how have you found these spaces to be accepting yeah I feel like I was really surprised um at how like queer inclusive and queer friendly like Ironstone was um just yeah because I just didn't I don't know. I didn't, I just didn't have that impression of, you know, like CrossFit gyms would be like that, but there's, yeah, there's quite a few, like there's a few queer instructors. Um, there's quite a few queer members like trans, um, and just like they really like they, I feel like they do a good job of like, you know, how using really like inclusive language and not being like, these are like the women's stuff and this is the men's stuff. Like they, you know what I mean? They try to eliminate that stuff, even though that's like built into like CrossFit, like CrossFit, competitions and stuff are still right. kind of gendered. Like, I feel like they like at least like move away from that and like try to make it more like of a spectrum. That's really good. Yeah. In my head, maybe roller derby is a, a little bit queer leaning. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I think it has like, it has queer roots and it has like, I feel like it's very like subculture and queer culture has like been like, like all of derby kind of like history has been. Derby's always been a little queer. <laughs> yeah, good, good. In the best. <laughs> um, was there ever like a moment where you had to come out on your team or, um, I don't know, chat with your teammates about being queer or anything like that? I don't know. Good, good queer moments on your team? I think, honestly, I think that in our, within our league, like it's so inclusive and so respectful. I think it's like, it, it's almost goes opposite. Like I feel like everyone's, like it's assumed you're queer unless you come out as otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. honestly, like, and I just feel like, you know, the first time I, I came there, like, you know, introductions, there was a pronoun circle. Like it was just all like, it was all very like built into the league structure. Like when I came, that's like, yeah, super like queer friendly and inclusive. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a wife, 
um, when I moved here um, and no longer have a life. <laughs> so that was like a really, yeah, derby and um, like fitness and stuff kind of like helped me like get through of like my divorce and separation and everything um, this last like couple of years. So anyway, side note. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. But that's, that's really great that it's a, a queer space that you walk into to then play yeah. your sport. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't know of many sports that introductions start off with a pronouns as well. Yeah. I mean, I feel like hopefully that'll get into the other, yeah, like that'll change and that'll be like the new norm. But yeah, I feel like it's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw that you got custom rainbow skates that have rainbows and unicorns and rainbow laces. Have oh you, yeah. <laughs> ever, have you ever been wearing rainbows or the custom rainbow skates and gotten like good comments or, or what? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like, I, like I won, I won my own roller skates on like a Instagram, like giveaway contest. I didn't know those actually like were real, but I won. So they're real. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I got like custom skates with rainbows and unicorns and they're so awesome. Um, I wore them for my first game in Edmiston, New Brunswick, like maybe like a month ago. Uh, everyone loved them. Like everyone was like, Oh my God, like those are so good. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I think, I think everyone that saw them thought they were pretty sweet. Maybe like a little bit extra, but yeah, yeah. that's cool. me. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, do you have like a, a favorite roller derby moment, a favorite uh, tournament or I don't know, cool trick? <laughs> I feel like um, we had a tournament in Maine, Rockport, Maine last summer. Um, and it was our first um, actual WIFTA tournament after getting into WIFTA. So it was like a big deal for us. And I was like really nervous because the other jammers on the team, like, um, had a lot more experience than me. Like this was kind of my first or last year was like my first season um, or second season technically, but it felt like the first one, like being lifted and stuff. And they, the other jammers had been like playing on like team Ottawa and had had a lot more experience. So I was like so nervous and I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to like do terrible. Um, and then I ended up like having some really good jams and getting a lot of points. And I was like, yay, I don't suck. And I was like so happy. So that was like a really feel good tournament for me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. In relation to your queerness, do you feel that like your queerness has helped shape the direction your fitness journey has gone or like maybe your choices in, in sport or is it really just cause you wanted to like contact hit some people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that wasn't the, the that, question I, I think, meant to ask, but I think I think it's it's a no. It's an interesting question because I think that roller derby, like I mentioned, like I feel like it's such a queer space, and I feel like that's why I feel like so comfortable there. And and there's so many of us that are out as queer in the derby league and in the wider derby community. Like I feel like that's why I feel so comfortable and so happy in this sport. You know what I mean? Like. Soccer I loved, but I didn't feel like I wanted to continue with that because, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like in, like, on a soccer team, I would definitely have to, like, come out and I wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't be, like, normal, right? Right, right. But I feel like within derby spaces, like, it's, like, a queer family. And so I think that we're, like, not only do we, like, embrace and, like, celebrate our, like, athleticism, we also celebrate our queerness. And so they, like, 
I feel like they go hand in hand and I'm like, I wouldn't, yeah, like it, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, like it definitely has shaped, like I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am if I wasn't queer. I probably wouldn't, yeah, like I feel like I joined roller derby and like continued to be in roller derby because it like celebrates my queerness and I feel like I can be myself. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, and also, like, do you think that uh, maybe you want different things out of fitness? Like, maybe the gym strength CrossFit stuff specifically. Do you want a different – or do you have a different view of what you want from fitness because you're queer? What you're looking for in terms of body shape or or what you're hoping to get out of the gym? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that – um, like my ideals of like beauty and stuff are not shaped by like heteronormativity. And right. so like, I feel like, you know, I'll be like talking to some people and I'm like, Oh, I want to get so buff. Like, I just want to get like, so Jack now I'm like so excited. And, and they're like, what? Like why? And so I, and I see that like, kind of like, you know, yeah, like heteronormative, just kind of like, but why? Like, you're like femme and you're like, you know, and like, what? Like, just like that weird, like, <laughs> judgmental. Um, this, but yeah, so I feel like um, being in like a body positive, like queer centric space allows me to like, yeah, want that and not feel judged by that. And like, definitely like, just go yeah. all, all in just and like, not I want care. all the muscles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big bulgy muscles. I want them. <laughs> yeah, what, what what the roller derby lifestyle is, but so just maybe tell me more about, I don't know, like how often you're training, and uh, you've got friends on the team who are coming to these community classes, or or I guess coming to the community classes. Yeah, just tell me. Yeah, so I um, like I was saying, like our team is getting more and more competitive. So like everyone, um, we kind of made a commitment to like each other like in our team contracts that we would like focus on our own fitness like personal fitness too outside of like we have two practices a week um they're both three hours oh wow long. um and then like part of that is like full league and then part of it's like just our own travel team practice um and then yeah like for cross training I do crossfit every single morning before work um, and then also do like different cardio, like take my dogs running and do elliptical and like bike and stuff like that. Um, yeah, just to try to be like the most fit that I can be because jamming is like so hard, <laughs> like so unreal. Like it's like, um, so imagine just like four people that are like a brick wall and you have to like get through them for like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's so hard. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I guess I think what I have seen is like the sprint up, but there is a lot of like really pushing around to get, to get through that wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like, and that's where like the cross training and the strength helps so much. And I'm finding that like now, like after even just like three months of doing like weight training and stuff, like, well, before, before isolation, like I was feeling like a lot stronger with my jamming and like my pushing. Um, cause I tend to be like a really jukey jammer. And so I just like kind of bounce around on my toe stocks and like, like go around people. But, <laughs> but now that I'm getting like stronger, I feel like I was using my body more to actually like go through and like hit people, which was exciting. Uh, is, oh yeah. So you said jukey jammer. So you said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, is there roller derby slang? 
that I need uh, to know. I guess juking is one of them. Okay. So, like, we need to juke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there are some, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and um, using your toe stop is a is a is a legitimate uh, technique, or yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Toe stops, like I toe stop run or like toe stop spin. Like I actually, it's funny if you look at derby pictures of me, like I I'm hardly ever on my wheels. It looks like because I'm like always on my toe stops. <laughs> so it's a thing that I do for sure. Oh wow, uh, that's cool. I mean. Have you watched Roller Derby? Like, have you been to About? I haven't been in. It's called About. About. Like okay, so that's slang. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> yeah. I haven't. So, so I haven't been to one in person, but I've seen several videos, lots of videos. And then, again, most of my knowledge comes from Whippet, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel like that's a lot of people's knowledge is like from Whippet. Like, I wanted to play Roller Derby because I watched Whippet. I was like, that looks like so much fun. But Whippet is actually like, on a bank track, which we play flat track roller derby. So, cause there's no bank tracks really. Like, I mean, there's a couple, I actually, I skated on a bank track in LA when I went there for like a roller derby boot camp once. Um, but it's a different sport. Like bank track roller derby has different rules than flat track roller derby. So like flat track roller derby to try to like make it more accessible and more widespread, you know, it's just can be played on any gym or any floor. They right. just like leave, just lay down a track with like rope and tape. Right. Yeah. I saw some photos of you just playing in a like almost basketball, like indoor court. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, where can people find you? So maybe your Instagram handle and then uh, does your team have a website with events or an Instagram or something like that? Yeah. yeah. So Raging Radish on Instagram, Raging Radish 507 on TikTok. I just got TikTok. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> It's going to be weird stuff happening there very soon. Um, and then, yeah, Anchor City Rollers is the roller derby league that I'm with. And I have a um, a tag on my Instagram too, the Anchor City Derby Instagram and then anchorcityrollers.com um, if you want to know more about our league. Cool, cool. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. It was fun. <laughs> this is the 25th episode of the Queer Fitness Podcast. Thank you all so much for your continued support. But this is also the last episode of season one. I need a bit of a break, and I'm also pretty proud to have published 25 stories and around 13 hours of queer content. I'll still be around on Instagram, still doing interviews and other prep to ramp up for season two. To stay up to date, follow Queer Fitness Pod on Instagram. <laughs>